Jay. Sharon. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, too. Welcome back to the pod, the first one for 2024. Ooh, it's interesting because we're in a completely different room than we usually do the show in because the pod is done in Pod Central. Yes. Where they've built us a palatial studio that only we get to use for this podcast. So. Only us. Only us. And that's wonderful. That's the budget that is allotted to us, afforded for our own creative whims. Yes. Actually, it's the same room. We're in the same room all the time. Don't. Send help. Don't. Send help. Don't. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening, you guys. Happy New Year. This is the Morning's Rock Podcast from Show 97.7. I have reoccurring flashbacks to a nightmarish past. That's funny because I have reoccurring flash forwards to a nightmarish future. So <laughs> someone looked at predictions that people made in 1924 about what our world would look like in 100 years. Here we are. So here are some of the highlights. These are crazy. Sharon and I are going to run through them with you this morning. It was predicted 100 years ago that this year, none of us would have teeth. Shame. A nationally syndicated advice columnist, because it was 1924, said to her 22 readers, <laughs> Gather round. That eating habits could drastically change our looks. Quote, Will we have any teeth at all? <laughs> Will there be any color on our face except paint? What? Will the men have any height to speak of? Or will they be all girth? <laughs> well, some of it definitely came true. Because I think for men, as they get taller, they also shrink. But they've managed to find it to settle in the lower the lower quarter. I th yeah. So the girth is something that they, they end up dealing with. I saw a lot of that at uh, high school reunions, that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, funny, though, eh? It, those are things that are um, uh, specific to, like, living well, I think, in 1924 standards. Teeth and height. Yeah. Which is, if we could just go back to that, you know? Yeah. Not be so greedy for money. If we could just focus on our dental care. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. No teeth. Also predicted, horses will end up extinct. Professor at the University of Southern California predicted how horses would become an endangered species because the invention of the automobile going to render them useless. Quote, in another hundred years, you may find horses in zoos, mm. but I'm sure you will not find them anywhere else. And you know what? Never count out the Amish. Yeah. <laughs> they said no to Keeping your them cars. alive in 2024, raising barns and kicking ass. But funny that that attitude even, the yeah you know, we don't need them anymore. That attitude still exists today. But that it was a, alive and well then. Yeah. You know, we, well, we don't need them. Just cast them aside. But then there's nice places like a horse's tail that, that create like therapy horse situations and keep the horses doing good work. Absolutely. That's 2024 standards. That is 2024 standards. Let's do one more quick one. Yeah. It was predicted in a book called Wireless Possibilities 100 years ago. There were wires in 1924? There sure just were. Kidding. <laughs> he said that we'd be doing things remotely which would be great if you hate cities. Quote, what a help to the man who objects to a large city. Why could he not conduct his business from his house in comfort? Yeah. Which is exactly what it ended up being. We all, for the most part, a lot of us at some point, do work from home. And I don't have to put pants on. It was something else. He, he put that in there. He, <laughs> said, but he said, but he was nervous to have them off in front of the horse. <laughs> That's why the suspenders business went out of, because of that. From 100 years ago. <laughs> What's my future coming from these squalid surroundings? Getting into a fight with some dude at the laundromat because he was hitting on my baby's mama? <laughs> it is more predictions that were made in 1924 
about what our world would look like in a hundred years. We sifted through them, found you some highlights, including it was predicted a hundred years ago that in 2024, we would achieve world peace. Wow. A movie mogul predicted that the move in pictures mm-hmm. would help us end all wars because they, because they were a universal language that would help us understand each other. And by 2024, movies would have played a huge part in, quote, eliminating from the face of the civilized world all armed conflict. And fast forward to 2024 and the biggest movie at the Golden Globes and the box office was about the father of the atomic bomb. Right. Oppenheimer. Now, meanwhile, the president of the American Chemical Society, remember him? (laughs) He had a different take. He thought futuristic weapons. This guy was bang on. Listen to this, Sharon. He said futuristic weapons would mean that major cities would constantly be under attack. And currently we have a conflict where, what is it they call it? The armed dome, the dome shield mm-hmm. in, the, in the Israeli conflict. Yeah. Right? They're being bombarded constantly, but because of their advanced technology, which obviously doesn't go the other way, we're not going to get into all that, but futuristic weapons do exist today and we have cities under constant bombardment. So this guy was right. It's funny also that the, the, the uh, con- not the conflict, but the contrast between uh, those two thoughts of world peace and, uh, you know, uh, futuristic weapons, um, that, that's not so far from today. Both of those things, that we want the world peace, but we have the conflict still. Interesting also that uh, in, by 1924 standards, they thought that women would be in charge and men would be raising the kids. It was in a letter to the New York Daily News that a guy said, women will occupy the highest positions and men will just do physical labor or stay at home to, quote, wait on the babies or mind the pets, end quote. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. Now, there's something that was predicted that I actually think a twist should exist on. Mm-hmm. It was predicted 100 years ago that there'd be a limit to the number of kids you could have. Wow. A Department of Agricultural official predicted that we wouldn't have enough food to go around, so births would have to be limited in some manner by 2024. And I honestly feel this way. I think that before you should be able to bring a child into this world, mm-hmm. you should be you should have to pass a competency exam. Ah, uh, that would be good. You should be able to prove that you can provide. You should be able to prove that you are fit to take care of of said child of another person. And I know that feels very Big Brother, very 1984, very Orwellian. But think about it. Think about the amount of, of, of child abuse that could be saved, and the amount of starvation that could be saved, and the amount of welfare that could Agreed. be saved if we just like getting married. I had to do a two-week course just to get married. Why not have the same thing before he can have a child? Yeah, I agree with you, 100%. Think that you can be 16 years old and get your driver's license, 18 years old and vote on the government, but anybody can have a baby. That's right. It's weird. Jay and Sharon, fixing the world in 2024. You're welcome. It's Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Good radio's preparation. The other part is just making sure that you don't burp into the microphone. Then you fake it till you make it. Dome 97.7. Throwing it way back. Frosted tips, wristbands, and acid wash jean jackets. It's a throwback Thursday on Mornings Rock with Jay, Sharon, and Chantal. Dome 97.7. Yeah, who's this? Uh, Charlie, I want to leave a message for Huggy Bear. (laughs) Would you tell him that Starsky and Hutch want to see him tomorrow night? Yeah. No, he'll know where and when. Okay. Oh, he'll know where and when. A week ago today, David Soul, star of the hit cop show Starsky and Hutch, back in the day, got a couple of number one singles on Billboard 2, died. He was 80 years old, and he spent a ton of time back in those days 
in bedrooms, specifically on bedroom walls as a pinup, including mm-hmm. on West Island for young Sharon Island. True. And my sister had, because uh, they would have been featured in 16 Magazine and Tiger Beat and all those fun things. My sister had the big poster of Paul Michael Glazer, Starsky, in that, uh, that sweater that he wore. <laughs> and girls that know the poster know exactly what I'm talking about. The, um, uh, the old spice sweater. Yes, exactly. You the know it white, too. I have it. <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> that East Coast, the East Coast cardigan. We need to make a poster of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. So my walls were covered with uh, not the articles from Tiger Beat because it wasn't known for the articles, but um, but the pictures of like Scott Bayo and yeah. David. More Sean Cassidy than David Cassidy, though both were quite cute. Um, Yes, Scott Bale was the star. But certainly, I did also have the life-size poster of John Taylor right, from Duran Duran. Billy Idol was on my wall, too, yeah. I'll tell you about my pinup gal who did some quality television. It's not often that someone with your assets <laughs> comes to Clarksburg, Miss Appleson. Oh, well, I hope to put them to good use, Sheriff. I swear to God, that's not a porno. (laughs) My pleasure. You are a very bright lady. Oh, my God. So the lead lead male on that is... (laughs) Is it the lead of the show? Oh, that's a small-town sheriff, but she, of course, is one of the co-leads. That's Heather Thomas. Oh, and that's all that matters. On The Fall Guy, and the the pinup poster that many of us would remember is Heather standing in a hot tub with uh, one hand on her pink bikini in the, the waistband of the, of the bottoms of the bikini. A very popular poster for youngsters. So it'd be, it would be like a next gen of another famous bathing suit poster. So Heather Thomas in the 80s to, say, Farrah Fawcett in the 70s. Farrah Fawcett, Raquel Welch. Nice. Right? Well, all hot. Good morning, guys. Billy here. Love the show. I had Samantha Fox on my wall for a couple of reasons. <laughs> <laughs> what are those reasons? Don't <laughs> because because she she also had a wonderful singing career. Oh right, of course. Just a dollop of the text that we're getting at eleven ninety seven seven. Bringing it back from Colleen. Disturbed my father to no end when I was a teenager. I had the Red Hot Chili Peppers poster where they had the socks and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the rhyming tour. <laughs> yeah, no kidding, eh? Um, my wallet collages of all the metal bands decouped from magazines like Faces. Not to mention I had Madonna, Corey Hart, The Hoff, oh. David Hasselhoff. <laughs> I'm an 80s fanatic. My name is Joyce. Joyce, thank you for listening to the show. Joyce probably had a full-on appreciation for the hair helmet that uh, Hasselhoff had. The Hasselhelm. Hasselhair. <laughs> Daisy Duke poster, Catherine Bach from the Dukes of Hazard from Donald Smith. From Brad. Those shorts couldn't get any shorter. Yeah, they could. In my drum music room, <laughs> I had posters of Kiss on my wall, both makeup and non-makeup. Hmm. Have a rockin' day. And from Alexandria, on my wall, Cinderella, Motley Crue, Warrant, and Poison. Just nice. to name a few of the of the hair bands. Well, speaking of hair, there's a, a running theme from a lot of texts at 1197.7 of Farrah Fawcett. The perfect hair, perfect smile, though it might not necessarily have been for those reasons that they were on young teenage boys' walls. Because it was that red swimsuit and the chill that was obviously in the air that day. Hard to, hard to, come, hard to do that in a one-piece, but she nails it. 
Everybody that texts this morning to get in on Throwback Thursday qualifies for the totally, totally tubular tour at Place Bell July 23rd. Man Without Hats, Romantics, Modern English, Thomas Dolby, Tom from Thompson Twins, <laughs> Bow Wow Wow, Tommy Two-Tone, and Plimsoll. Tom from Accounting. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, Morning Jay and Sharon, my mom, a deeply religious woman who wouldn't allow a lot of devil music on my wall. <laughs> LOL. Um, so... Uh, Tracy writes that she was allowed Corey Hart and Duran Duran. She says my high school locker was where the real action was. Once a nerd, always a nerd. My locker walls featured Genesis, Led Zeppelin, uh, and that uh, all-time hottie of hotties, Getty Lee. She says, even as a young teen, I always preferred musical ability over looks, and I still stand by that last one. Getty is still pretty darn cute. Have a great day. Well, Thank I don't you wonder very if much. it was from the Kimono series. <laughs> For me, this is from Paul. It was car posters from the Scholastic Book Fair. I was pretty cool. <laughs> Scholastic Book Fair. That's awesome. How about Steve who says his grandfather drove the bus for the Dallas Cowboys when they played at home back in the 70s, so I had an autographed poster of the team on my wall. Nice. Wow. That's Miami cool. Vice posters. That is from Mark. Nice. And from uh, Mark and Karen, Valerie Bertinelli. Oh, my God. I'd still have it up, but someone would probably object. She's still She's still cute. I had the... Um, Barbara Cooper. Do you remember back in the day in all of the posters, in all of the magazines, anytime you saw Valerie Bertinelli, she was on Eddie Van Halen's shoulders? Like sitting on her Sitting shoulders? on his shoulders. That huh. was like the go-to the go-to picture of them. I had one of those Wow. on my wall. They and had the same haircut. They literally looked like brother and sister. And you know, it wasn't at all creepy. It wasn't. From 1197.7, <laughs> let's finish with this one. I had Heath Ledger. Oh, from A Knight's Tale pinned on my bedroom wall when I was younger. He I was shared cute. my room with my younger sister, so everything that was put up on the wall was up for debate. <laughs> and it was the one of the only things that we both agreed on. That from Alexandria. Hey, teenage you, look back, way back. Who's that on your bedroom wall looking back at you with those lusty eyes? Is it Pee Wee Herman, you weirdo? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, chat GPT guy. No, it's BJ and the Bear. Dude's so judgmental. <laughs> now, Elise did that, and that's why I mentioned BJ and the Bear, because along with uh, Greg Evigan and Tom Selleck, Brad Pitt, Kurt Russell, there was the dreamy slash sexy Chris Hemsworth. Wow. Maurice, I had the Hardy Boys mm. and tennis player Bjorn Borg. Now, here's a fun thing. First reference of Bjorn Borg gets the ding. <laughs> First to get the ding. Uh, and this may be because The Facts of Life is now rerunning on CHCH. Uh, so it's a quick reference for me. Uh-huh. Ready? Yeah. Bjorn? You mean Bjorn Borg? <laughs> Tootie, there are no other Bjorns. <laughs> <laughs> I, I beg to differ. This is Bjorn from Bjorn from ABBA. Oh, you make a point. Natalie. <laughs> Also, you could really judge back in the day, speaking of throwbacks, you totally knew someone's personality based on if they were a Blair person or a Joe person. That's true. Right? Yeah. I'm loving that show all over again. From Amanda, <laughs> our pal, the Spider Girl. I had so many posters as a teen that covered my ceiling. And can we just say, Amanda, we know you, we love you, we're not surprised by these. Some of my favorites on my wall, The Exorcist, <laughs> Tales from the Crypt, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Primus Amanda. and White Zombie. <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre? Oh, my goodness. Did your mom do this? I'll just leave the laundry by the door. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah. Names like Duran Duran, Rob Lowe, mm. Motley Crue, Nikki Six, especially for Christina. Those are coming through. Farrah Fawcett's a strong vibe through 1197. Big Also on our Throwback Thursday. Big time. And someone else uh, is uh, got your Heather Thomas vibe going on. Heather Thomas sporting the blue bikini. Pink. Sorry, well, were there not two shots, maybe? Yeah, but the popular one was the pink one. The blue one came a little bit later, but I digress. <laughs> Details. Thumb in the waistband of the bikini bot. <laughs> Just saying. Because <laughs> where else was she going to put her thumb, right? we got to throw it out to, to Bill also, because there's a throwback element just in the, the message that Bill got from his parents, or his mother, rad, rather, when he brought home uh, Linda Carter and Farrah Fawcett on poster with the bathing suit and the teeth and the bathing suit. He said he returned home and my mother said, take that smut back to the store, Billy. (laughs) Thank you, Bill. That is so good. We're going to call our winner now. Totally tubular tour. Totally tubular. Summer at Plas Bell. Hello. Hi, Paula. Hi. Hi, Paula. Do you know who this is? Oh, now I do. <laughs> when I heard the second voice, yes, I It do. always helps, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how we do all of our phone calls, even from our own homes. <laughs> okay. So then everyone always knows you're half of a dynamic duo. <laughs> <laughs> it is Jay and Sharon from Shom. We did a random draw out of all of our texts this morning to go to Totally Tubular, and we pulled yours out. Oh, I'm so excited. <laughs> <laughs> we wanted you to walk us through the text because it's a great text. Okay. So I had a pinup of Carrie Fisher on my mouth when I was quite a bit younger. Mm-hmm. And about three or four years after that, I came out to my mother, told her I was a lesbian. And she looked at me deadpan and said, it's that space princess, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't wrong. It was 100% the space princess. I wonder if any other boys had, had conversations with their moms about having Han Solo on the wall. <laughs> it was that Han Solo, wasn't it? It's all those space people. It's all space, space people. <laughs> Well, Paula, your honesty and uh, the fact that you shared that with us is awesome. Thank you very much. And the word awesome is purposeful because we are sending you to the totally tubular 80s concert that's happening at Place Bell in July. Oh, <laughs> super cool lineup. It seems that all the Toms that ever made music will be there. <laughs> So like Thomas Dolby, uh, Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins, Tommy Two-Tone, along with Bow Wow Wow, the Plimsolls, the Romantics, Modern English, and Men Without Hats. Men Without Hats, I didn't really think on the thing. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So thank you very much for playing along. We appreciate it. All righty. Have a great day. Show them rock. Get your day started with Jay Sharon and Chantal. Show 97.7. Happy New Year. And welcome to Jay and Sharon's first totally informal poll of 2024. Yeah. I, for one, am moist with anticipation. <laughs> okay. It's <laughs> a lot of anticipation. Today, <laughs> up for grabs with our very first totally informal poll of 2024. Tickets to the Totally Tubular Tour. Tits. At Plash Bell in July, an 80s tour featuring... Men Without Hats, The Romantics, Modern English, Thomas Dolby, Thompson Twins, Tom Bailey, that's one dude, Bow Wow Wow, Tommy Two-Tone, The Plimsolls. Show starts, by the way, at 5.30 in the afternoon, so <laughs> book the day off because they got to jam everybody in, right? Of course. So many bands. Ticks on sale Friday at 10 at Evenco.ca. Super fun. So I predict with our totally informal poll, and the only way for you to win those tickets is to either call and participate in the poll or text us at 11977 and participate in the following question, of which I predict 
75% of you have done this. Have you ever gone through your dog's poop to try and find something? The reason we bring it up, a couple in Pittsburgh had their dog eat $4,000. Wow. In cash that they'd withdrawn from the bank. The good news is, after the sifting, <laughs> they got $3,550 back. Wow. Do you feel like most of their friends are like, yeah, you can just, you can just e-pay. <laughs> I'm good. You just... See if you could just send me a... That's why people aren't accepting cash anymore. anymore for, dogs for are eating that, it. For that reason. Pooping it out. So that is the question. Have you ever had to go through your dog's business because they ate something? Now, either you're trying to retrieve something or you're trying to find out if the reason that they're not well mm-hmm. is perhaps they ate something. I don't know. If you told me this story or somebody did, my worlds collide all the time. Mm-hmm. I have friends, I think, their dog ate an entire beach towel. Oh my, that's my dogs are too small for that. Had, had to have surgery for yeah. it and, and everything. Your dog's more than likely to eat maybe a doily. <laughs> we had to poster. I've looked to see, you know, we weren't looking for money, we weren't looking for items, but just we weren't uh, looking for love. In <laughs> <laughs> all just, the wrong yeah, places. I was bored, you know, so I thought, what crap can I get my hands into now? <laughs> oh, that. No, we were just looking. It's health reasons, you know, like is that sure. undigested food or whatever. Right. It's gross still. It's gross if you have to retrieve the thing because it's a part of your life, like $4,000. I wonder how long and how many little walks they had to go on. Where they, when, when you get home and be like, oh, another 50. <laughs> and they're like, they have a tote board. Well, so Let's what, go to the poop board. So of the 4000 they lost, did the dog only eat thirty five fifty? My guess is not a physician. <laughs> My guess is... <laughs> It took so long for them to get all of the money back, the dog might have digested the remaining four hundred and fitted dollars. Wow. Kept some for himself for his troubles. <laughs> Here's a tip. Don't eat cash. Eleven ninety seven seven. You can call as well. It's Jay and Sharon's totally informal poll. Have you ever had to go through your dog's business? And sharing this poopy story, sharing your trials could get you in to win these tickets to check out the Totally Tubular Tour happening at Plas Bell on July 23rd. Welcome back to Jay and Sharon's Totally Informal Poll. And now, without further ado, here's your totally crappy question. Uh, See what I did there? Indeed. <laughs> yes, yeah, absolutely. Tons of you at 11.97.7 now qualifying <laughs> For a pair of tickets to the Totally Tubular Tour in July at Plas Bell. Men Without Hats, Romantics, Modern English, so much more. Tommy Two-Tone. Oh, 8675309. Had uh, Shane and Saint Stash saying, I have a one-year-old golden retriever who will eat literally anything if we're not quick enough. I've picked up sparkly poo, crayon poo, child's toys <laughs> in the poo. Uh, but the only time I've had to pick this, uh, pick through his doo-doo was when he ate my son's Spider-Man costumes glove. We got it back eventually. Double wash that bad boy. Needless to say, this dog is a menace to society. Wow. <laughs> Thanks, Shane. From 1197.7, I board dogs, and I've had dogs come in, and owners have asked me to keep an eye out if they poop something they're missing. I've found socks, rope, toys, a collar in more than my 25 years. Best one was a dog who ate a box of crayons and pooped colors for three days. Wow. We always have Shom on in the kennels. Thank you for the laughs. In the morning, you guys are awesome. That is Lisa and the dogs at Cedar Bank. Thank you, Lisa. That is so kind. Thank you for listening to the show. We totally appreciate it. Thank you very much. And Adrian's been waiting at 514-790-0977. So, Adrian, what did your dog do? 
So my dog ate my wife's brand new pearl earrings. Whoa. Yeah, so that was a few thousand dollars down the pooper. So how did... They never yeah. came out? So how did the dog eat them? Where were they? Like a bedside table or something? In a exactly. shell? She left them on the side of the table. So I don't know what happened. The dog went after them. So the whole day we're waiting outside, waiting for my dog to poop. So we can go through it and get them back. And we did get them back. How long did it take? Uh, a couple hours. Wow. Did, wow. She, did she wear them after that? The... <laughs> It was more of a, a prize piece after that than actually wearing them. <laughs> Didn't have the same value for after that. You like my earrings? Aren't they great? Totally yeah. found them in my dog's shit. <laughs> they, just didn't have, they never had the same shine after that. Yeah, no, <laughs> literally. You don't have when you're out of dinner. Literally not the same shine. Mm-hmm. Also, like if you were at a fancy event and you're slow dancing with your wife, <laughs> and you're like... I can never look at them the same. What? And what's that scent, honey? What are you wearing? <laughs> It's a special perfume. It's the stink you can't wash off. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> I think that's our quota. <laughs> yeah, there you, go. you are in the draw for the tickets, my friend. Good luck. Thank you very much. Jay and Sharon's totally informal poll continues. Man, you two are really milking this, aren't you? All right. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So what? Yeah, we're trying to figure out my prediction. 75% of all dog owners have had to go through their dog's boop. So many of you have been writing to tell us about the various stuff that your dog has gone through. Did, did tell me if you got through, if we went through this one? Did you, we do the the squishing of the bag? No, we did not yet. Probably not the first time this has <laughs> happened. But my dog Chief swallowed my wedding ring from the kitchen counter. People do stare while watching you pick up the poop and squish it through the clear plastic bag to see what's in it, which is actually smart when you think about it. Clear like plastic. The, get it into the bag so you're not using your actual hands. You're just Squishing well, it through the... Especially if it's something like a wedding ring, you know? You yeah. Do it in the bag. Yeah. And clear plastic, I think, is, is next level good because you would just need the plastic, ideally, to feel what should feel like a wedding ring come in your dog's poop. Good morning. Good it's morning. It's Marie Helen. <laughs> a long time ago when we had a dog, I could tell you what color my mom's crochet project was going to be because my dog <laughs> would always eat the yarn. That's <laughs> uh, funny. How about this? I don't have a dog, but had to go through the crappy deed to locate one of my daughter's first baby teeth when it fell out. Hopefully the tooth fairy was wearing latex gloves as well. Wow. That's commitment, man. No, how attached? Did your kid only have one tooth? I'd have been like, I, whatever, there's other ones. No. I'm not going through that. One baby tooth? Well, to put it under the pillow, the tooth fairy's coming, right? Yeah, two words for you, and they're hyphenated. Tic Tac. That's true. Thank God. There were so many uh, other hyphenate possibilities. I'm glad it was TikTok. Sharon and I will be personally calling someone before 930. So make sure you pick up your phone. If you don't pick up, you don't win. It's that simple. So if you text or if you called already, you're in the draw. And we'll send someone to the Totally Tubular Tour. Totally. Thank you for all your texts, 11977, by the way, on our uh, Jay and Sharon's first informal poll of 2024 and the stats pretty much bear it out 80% of you say that it has happened including Tracy who says my dog Willow ate my prosthetic dental piece I heard her crack something in her mouth when I looked my mouthpiece in pieces when I went back to the prosthodontics he said this happens a lot dogs love the scent of your mouth which makes perfect sense when I see crazy people kissing their dogs (laughs) (laughs) You know where that's been, right? Mm -hmm. Willow also ate an entire cheese and bacon pizza in less than 60 seconds once. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Went to the kitchen to get a drink, she writes. (laughs) Uh, To make things more interesting, years later, our new dog, Kinder, found my 
$1,000 mouthpiece high up on the bathroom counter. Couldn't find it anywhere. Panic ensued. I went to the yard, saw it in the grass intact. Had to be kinder. Surprise. Lucky me. <laughs> Living and learning. So that's our winning text, shall we let's call, call Let's call Tracy. Let's call. Okay, hang on a second here. Hello? Tracy, do you know who this is? I think it's shown. It you is got indeed. That right. Don't tell me that my dog Willow has brought me some luck today. <laughs> Your dog has indeed. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> Yeah, we just finished reading your text. That was crazy. As part of the Totally Tubular Tour, July the 23rd, you're going to be there to see Men Without Hats, The Romantics, Modern English, Thomas Dolby, Tom Bailey from the Thompson Twins, Bow Wow Wow, <laughs> Tommy oh. Two-Tone, and the Plimsolls. Congrats. I love this. Thanks so much, guys. Hey, well, thank you for for sharing your pain with us. Oh, man, you have no idea in those days. But I've learned my lessons. I've learned my lessons. <laughs> we actually learned that we should not put any of our oral prosthetics anywhere near our dogs because they love the smell of our mouths. They love that stuff. Apparently, it happens all the time. Who knew? <laughs> Keeps an entire industry afloat. It really does, doesn't it? <laughs> no, it does. It does, for sure. Wow. <laughs> Tracy, thank you for listening to Show. Thank you, guys. Show Rock. The Morning's Rock Podcast. That's the fact, Jack. That's the fact, Jack. Impress your family and your friends with these little bon mots, courtesy of the craniums of Jay and Sharon. We call it Fun Facts. Our first one. For the first Friday, us together for 2024. Here we go, Jay. Hey, fun fact. It would take a full five minutes to knock someone out by holding a rag soaked with chloroform under their nose. Just a great way to start. It's not like the two seconds we see in the movie. <laughs> take a full five minutes, Jay. What's the movie Hall Pass where Jason Sudeikis is like, hey, does this rag smell like chloroform? Just kidding. My name's Rick. <laughs> Fun fact, the cop who was supposed to protect Abraham Lincoln the night of his assassination mm -hmm. wasn't at his post when Abe was assassinated because he was drinking at the bar. Oh, my. He was later charged with neglect of duty, but the charges were dropped. Wow. Those are the times, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fun fact, and almost equally as important, Pop-Tarts are turning 60 this year. Nice. They're still a big hit. Our friends in the U.S. enjoyed nearly 3 billion of them in 2022, which translates to uh, many more billions in dollars for uh, the company that makes them, which is Kelanova. I remember my uh, parents bringing home non-frosted Pop-Tarts and saying to them, are we losing the house? Did you guys get fired? <laughs> yeah. Fun fact, Quaker Oats was not founded by Quakers, have never been involved with them in any way. Got the name because the company started in the late 1800s. At the time, Quaker businessmen were known for their honesty. Oh, that's nice. I can't wait to eat my oats. <laughs> uh, hey, fun fact, movie previews are called trailers because they were originally shown at the end of movies. Oh, like they trailed. Yeah. Fun fact. Yeah. Almost every single hamster in the world is descended from a pair of hamsters from Syria. Wow. In the 1930s who were brother and sister. Weird. Which explains a lot about hamsters' it behavior. It really does. <laughs> Why they're running around in a circle. Hey, fun fact. Zebras injure zookeepers more than any other animal. And one of the big reasons is that they've never been domesticated, so they're just too aggressive. Also, you can't reason with them, Jay. Everything's really black and white. <laughs> and they won't change their stripes. <laughs> We're here all week. Enjoy the veal. Finally, <laughs> in last fact animal stuff, John Belushi made less money for Animal House than the horse. 
John got thirty five thousand bucks and the horse got forty K <laughs> for the day. He did get a bonus after the movie became a hit, but it's unclear how much that was. <laughs> Rock news is next. <laughs> Great way to start 2024. Hey, happy new year, you guys. Happy new year. Shall we finish <laughs> with a little morning's random, the first one of the year? Yes. All right, we'll take her back in a second. But first, <gasps> bye. Is it possible for a person to become even more beautiful as time goes by? Because just two weeks away from you and you look resplendent. You're lovely. Here's some stuff you may have missed. The best and worst of the week that was completely out of context. It's Mornings Random. Wing, ding, ding, ding. Wing, ding, 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 ding. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Oh, my goodness. Joni does love the cha-cha. Why are you doing that? Uh... 60 beers, please. <laughs> For as close to $60 as you can get. What kind? Oh, that doesn't matter. <laughs> Drop that booty dope. Stacy's mom has <laughs> got it going on. Oh, 8675309. Pick through his doo-doo. Flabuck. Blackbuck. You can keep your mornings rocking. Follow Shom, Jay, Sharon, and Chantal on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram to keep the conversation rolling all day long. It's the stink you can't wash off. Get informed. Stay informed.